Tonight's special guest on Winging It with Painter and Rico is Jeff Sherwood, Roland the Rat, number one. Welcome, Jeff. Yeah, welcome, Jeff. Nice to see you, mate. Yeah, I see you, Tim, painting. Should we start off with the uh, Roland the Rat story, then? Can do. I mean, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I think painting story really. <laughs> I think from a hotel room in Torquay because I was answering all the questions on the TV. But uh, so that's where that originated from. I think Painty uh, started that off and yeah, I got carried a few claims, on it back. I got a few claims to fame, just yeah. one of them. Because <laughs> before that, it started off. My first nickname was Louis, Louis the Lip. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had that for a few years. Well, I understand how you got that. Yeah, <laughs> when I was in my head and talking, especially Louis the Lip. Yeah. This is all yeah, about we changed the, it. Yeah, this is about the football. So, how did it start for you that back when you were a kid? I don't really know. So I guess it's like everyone else. You just play football in yeah. school. You play out in the streets. So all I ever did was play football. And then I guess you know I was quite good at it. So from there you move on. And I played for Bristol Boys when I was like. 10, 11. Well, I, I seen a thing Websites. on I seen a thing on Facebook the other day. I did I send it to you, Tim? It was about you. You was on. Oh, you, you did. playing as a kid. You played up front, I think. I played up front, yeah. Sent yeah. forward when I was in Bristol Boys. Yeah, I think um, I did send the write up to you, Tim. I think. Yeah. And um, there's a picture of you on it. Was and I got to be honest, Jeff, you ain't changed a bit in fifty odd whatever years it is. I mean, you still looks like a. If you get a job on the Munsters. Yeah. <laughs> it's at least, at least 50 years. It is 50 odd years. But you looked the same. But I was shocked. I read it and it said Jeff Sherwood scored five goals. But apparently yeah. he was also good at cricket as a kid in all sports. Not so much. I didn't play too much cricket because I went down the volleyball route. That was my summer sport was volleyball. What, even when you was a kid? Even Well, as soon as I started secondary school at Speedwell, yeah. that was a big volleyball school. So it was like... National International Volleyball School. So I just went down the volleyball route. So all summer I played volleyball, in, plus in the winter on Sundays. And I can remember actually when we was at Bath, you used to have a, yeah, yeah, you used to you was into it then, weren't you? Yeah, weren't Ange into it as well? Yeah, Ange played yeah. volleyball as well. That's that's you know, Rico played volleyball, Singy well, played volleyball. Yeah, we had our volleyball football team. But you, you know, you were. Terrific in the air, weren't you? For for your size, that was, that was, and that was for you from your volleyball. Yeah, you're jumping, hitting a ball over eight on that is quite hard, but <laughs> it's good to get. You know, the number of times we've done jumps and stuff like that in volleyball is that that was our training. So you you mentioned Bristol Boys then. Who was a, who was playing in the sort of same team then? I think I think Graham Willey might have been around in right. the team then. Singer. Um, I struggle for like people who went on and played. It's like it's like anything. Not many went. Keith Brown, I think, played a bit in my age. I think Mickey Barrett played with him. Mickey Barrett, yeah, yeah I played with Mickey Barrett. Yeah, I was say. Yeah, Mickey Barrett was there. But there weren't that many that sort of made the jump or sort of you know carried on. I mean, Bristol Boys changes. It was a long time. If I seen a photo, I'd probably recognise a lot more of them. But that was. That's 50 years ago. <laughs> I struggled with 50 years of memory. But I, I think, I, usually, though, you, like you said, 50, you still remember certain people. Like I played in Bristol Boys and Moggy. I played Moggy yeah. and Ricky when I was 10. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you still see them, yeah. and there's still people there I, I see about now at Russell Bacon, you yeah. know, and I feel uh, I mean, I then played for like sort of Gloucester County side in that as well. Gloucester Youth under eight, 18 team. Yeah. In, well, we were only about 16 when we were playing, but that was like my Morpers, Phil Morris, Keith Brown. There was like, there was a you know, a good nucleus nucleus of it playing in that and we all went on to sort of a lot of us went to St George, which was sort of like a you know, a big local team in the back in the was, day. Yeah. They were one of the biggest teams and we sort of formed the nucleus of a side there with a, you know, half a dozen old pros and half a dozen of us youngsters. Who who was running that then then, Jeff? Oh. But Jimmy Jenkins there? Jimmy Jenkins I don't think he was there at that no. time. No. The crew, the crew brother, the crew was there. Johnny Crew and the Russells. Yeah. Um, and a few others. Because we had um, Steve Fayne a couple of months ago, didn't we? And he went there running it, didn't he? And he was taking over yeah, from the Yeah, we, we were only there for about a yeah. year and then we all sort of moved on. I mean, we were doing quite well. Keith Brown got his move to Bristol Rovers from Bristol St. George. Yeah. We were like, you know, winning the league. But by Christmas, most of us moved on to different clubs yeah so the team started really well and then we went straight you know broke up I went playing I think I was with Minehead I was with Minehead anyway so Minehead before Tolton yeah Minehead was my first sort of club when I was only about 16 yeah. is that with Bob Boyd Bob Boyd yeah, yeah Bob Boyd Steve cool. Bob gets a, got a few yeah. mentions on there he's, he's been yeah. involved with so many players I mean yeah there was again it was like a few of us were, were down in Minehead Phil Morris um Dave Wilshire was there as well. Dave Wilshire, we used to go training at the Lons Country Club. Yeah. But we were only about 16. But they still, you know, they used to pay us some expenses and stuff like that. And we played the odd odd game, but they were like, you know, they were playing in the Anglo-Italian Cup at the time. Mine Ed were yeah. like that, They were a big side there, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were, were a huge side. Yeah. So, you know, we, we never really uh, got to play that much, but... Um, then again, we all moved across to, well, I moved to Taunton mm-hmm. and a few of the others moved because, you know, it just changed the management and stuff like that. So yeah. Taunton was my first, what I would call, bigger club. Mm-hmm. They, they were playing in the Southern Premier League at the time. But I was the only one who sort of went there. That was a drive point, Jeff, wasn't it? Thanks to my net. Mine, oh, yeah. you get the pass to Taunton to go that road when it never I mean, ended. It wasn't so bad because I couldn't uh, drive, I was only 16, so I didn't uh, drive. Get a lift. Oh. I used to get a lift, so I never, uh, I didn't drive anywhere, so it, it wasn't bad when I was first sort of down there. But Ron, Ron Gingell was the one who took me to Taunton. Taunton, yeah. He used to write me letters because didn't have phones in those days. <laughs> you should wait for your letter on a Thursday to see if you're playing in the first team or the reserves. Just get a chariot to weigh matches. Usually, usually, the, usually the first team, but occasionally I did get the letter on the Thursday. Like you're you're in the reserves. <laughs> going play yeah, it was all done by post. It was like oh, they just had a meeting sort of on the Monday and then got the letters out. Yeah, he got the letters. He, he worked at the waterboard, did he? So I don't think he had to pay postage. <laughs> But yeah, well, that's the first time I've heard that. Getting yeah. picked or dropped by letter. Yeah, everything was by letter. Everything, everything yeah. was by letter with Ron. He was really. So you went to Taunton. I was uh, sixteen, going on seventeen. Seventeen right. at Taunton. I had my eighteenth birthday at Taunton. Right. So I was seventeen, probably at the start of the season. 
So this stage, October was eighteen. I was eighteen in October, so I remember so, that. So when you went there, were you still a, a forward or a, a defender? A there? defender by then. Yeah. When so, I went, when I went playing Gloucester, Bristol Boys and stuff like that, I was I played out front. When I went to Bristol St George and Gloucester County teams, and I, I started playing at the back. Well, no, I got I got, I got rewind a little bit. You and Graham Withy up front playing. <laughs> no, I don't think Graham Withy was up front. Uh, yeah. I think Graham Withy Steve used to play at the back. Did he? Cool, he must have scored I'm some sure Stinger used to play at the back. I don't think... <laughs> I, 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 think I, I played up front with him. I think he was a centre-back. I just got his vision of him playing at the back. Oh. And role reversal. Yeah, I ended up drifting back and... He went forward. He went forward. Wow. Yeah, funny. So... Um, Taunton, yeah. Singy arrived second season. Dave Singy. No, Singy was already there. Oh, right. he, okay. He was already at Taunton. I think he arrived. I think he he's he started towards the back end of the season before I got there. Right. So he was already there. All right. He come from obviously local football, I guess. I'm not sure yeah. where he come from. No. So that's when I first Hartlepool by all accounts. Yeah, he could have come from, straight from Hartlepool. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> he was. He, well, he's, I know his, yeah. his family moved to Taunton, didn't they? His, yeah. his dad was like in ministry and that, so I knew his family. I knew he was he was from Taunton, sort of thing. Yeah, um, and he was, you know, a couple of years older than me. Who else was down there Taunton at that time, then, Jeff? Well, the the sort of well-known players. There was a few. Um, Colin Calloway. Calloway. Yeah. Who was sort of like you know really well-known. Steve Millard. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Parsons right. was playing right back, so that was. Pretty, pretty decent. Yeah. Um, Graham Smith, yeah. Madrid was a left back. Um, Eddie Ahern, Tony Payne, who's like a Taunton legend, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, Tony Payne. Yeah, they had they had a real good sort of nucleus of a side and sort of got you know I guess a couple of youngsters in one Gindel sort of. They always been well supported as well. They Taunton, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, you know, even they dropped in the Western League for the years they were yeah. in there. They always got a good old. Yeah, I mean, when they? I was there, they were seven Premier League. Yeah, well, they deserve they deserve tremendous credit, don't they? Where they're where they're at now. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, they they Co- sort of conference out. Yeah, yeah, and doing all right in it. Yeah, yeah they, they were up there, and then it was just sort of the travel. That I think, I mean, with the tournament when I played, it was all we did all on trains. It was it was literally, you know, a way to start your football life was uh, catching trains from Bristol to go to Dover and Maidstone and places like that. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, we were just in a little Comer van going down to Taunton from Bristol. We used to get picked up. <laughs> about eight of us. I think it was about eight Bristol-based players, sort of thing. Yeah. And then a few. Brian O'Neill was a, another one who was down there, the old Southampton player. Yeah. He was. He was funny. He lived. He lived in Cornwall. He used to like bring fish for us on a Saturday. Like, <laughs> I could come in the dressing room with a bag full of fish. Like, it's a funny yeah, at all because they had a big association with, with Bristol, but also like Devlin, not they? Yeah. Painting the Torquay because yeah. when I went down there with Russell Musker helping him out down there, like I would say half and half. But again, they all met halfway and they were they yeah, were brilliant. We, they were they were yeah, good. We did it. It was good. It class. Was, it was good. I mean, Tom was like Albert our journey from Bristol yeah. and, you know even down the 837 we used to pick Roger Coombs up at, uh, down on the Western Road whatever it was yeah. remember picking him up from the garage I actually did a I did a trip down there last week down my brother's house sort of down that way and it was like 
I think that's the first time I've done that journey for 50 years. Well, well, like reminiscing. Reminiscing. Yeah. I was yeah. looking out for Roger in the garage <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, good times though down there. Yeah, we had. Uh, it was a good good couple of seasons out down there. And, you know, then it sort of started to break up the... ran into money problems, I guess. So where did you go from there? Uh, well, they sold me to Bath. <laughs> they sold Singy just before the end of the season. And he went to Weymouth. He went to Weymouth. Yeah. Talk. yeah. And I was the only player retained. <laughs> so I was like going pre season training on my own. <laughs> sort of. Until I ride with yourself? No, that's all right. That's right. So they just, they just knew they could like sell me. I think they were just yeah. tossing up between sort of whether I went Weymouth or Bath or a couple of other things. And it all happened pretty much at the start of the season. I mean, they still had a lot of the players at Tottenham, but they were just. So you went to Bath on a contract, yeah? Yeah. So what happened? How did you get. To the Reavers, I managed to get uh, released by Bath. Cause, cause you played part time there for Reavers, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So that's a story in itself, really, isn't it? So well, you yeah, I, to, you I get to a, Bath. I had a little clause in my contract that if, because they were, they signed me for a year, they paid I think fifteen hundred quid or something like that, and I got a few quid signing on fee and stuff, and they wanted a year with a year option contract. So I right. said, well, if you exercise your option, you got to give me another five hundred quid. Right. And they didn't want to exercise. And that's back option. in the early eighties, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So right. they they declined to exercise their option. I was player of the year at Bath, I think that first year. So who signed you for Rovers? Uh, well, Bobby Gould signed me for Rovers. Bobby Gould, but you wouldn't go full time, would you? Because you had a good job. Is that the reason? Yeah, it, it probably. I mean, I didn't. I didn't sort of need to at the start. So how old you then? What were you saying? About twenty-two, I think. So you've already settled into a career, really? Haven't I was. I was. Working, yeah, I was just finished my apprenticeship. I did a four-year apprenticeship, so I started that at eighteen. I finished that at twenty-two, and then I was doing a degree as well, part-time degree. I did everything part-time, part-time degree, part-time football. Uh, Rovers never really made me a good enough offer to go full-time. I would have lost, I think, hundred quid a week in early eighties. And to be fair, at the time, football went. As it was now, no. awash with money. Well, I know it's not loads in the lower leagues, but even you know. I just, I just thought I'd like do a season and see how it went. Sort of keep my options open, and it. I mean, it went pretty, pretty good for me. It wrote you play football me. league. Yeah, I made my debut. What was the equivalent of Sunday? I think it came out forty years ago. Cool. Yeah, it <laughs> so forty years ago, Sunday just gone, which was obviously in September. I made my league debut. And I only started with Rovers at the start of the season. Yeah. So within a, you know, within six weeks, I was played my first game. Yeah. Which went bad, part-time, non-league. Did you get on well with Bobby Gould? I did, yeah. I mean, probably more so with John McDowell. He was my sort of liaison man. Right. So he had John John McDowell, the West Ham yeah. Yeah. player there. So I, I did everything through John McDowell. Yeah. So he was telling me, you know, when I if I was playing in the first team, I would go training on a Friday for all the match stuff. I think I played 18 games in my first season. So if I wasn't playing in the first team, I would always I would always play for the reserves anyway during the week, pretty much unless the times when I was in the <coughs> first team and they they had games. So but John McDowell, I used to arrange everything for me, and I used to just have to do my own training, which I did sort of every day. I trained every day because you was a fit lad anyway, though, Jeff, weren't you? Supposed to that age, probably because I trained. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was lucky. It, up at I worked up at Foxhill and Bath, so there's 
the civil service sports fields and I just go down there, train, or I train on the morning before work. Well, yeah, for, the, training. for those of you that don't have <coughs> work for the MOD um, in, in Bath and later at Abbey Wood. Yeah. Um, so I had a very good job. And um, yeah, so it was difficult to give up, wasn't it? Yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult to give up, but I was never made sort of like the right offer to give it up and take a chance. And it never fitted in at the time of my life when I could afford to do it because I wanted to finish my degree because I'd already been doing it for a couple yeah. of years I've just got married just bought a house stuff like that and actually you know then Bobby Gould left Rovers anyway yeah and David Williams took over and Rovers gave me a new contract so if I rewind just a little bit so when you went from Bath and they didn't renew or didn't take up the option yeah um, how long were you at Bath? I was only a season. One season. Was it just a season? Well, I just did the one season. season. So you were there then, too? Yeah. yeah. So you were playing along slide record then for a season, yeah? yeah? Just yeah. a little bit behind him. <laughs> a couple of yards behind him most of the time. Because I went there probably the season you left Rovers to go there then, probably. Because I remember you being part like, I remember speaking to you and you said, no, I've got a job at the MOD, so I don't want to give that in. Well, it wasn't the right time to give yeah. it in. I mean, at some stage of your life, you might take a gamble. Mm. Other stages of your life, it's not the right time, and you you just do what you do, don't you? Yeah. Make your decisions based on what's in front of you. So how many seasons do you spend at Rovers? Just over a season and a bit. Only yeah. one again. I did first one season, one full season, and then I did the pre-season of the next season. And a couple of months into the start of the season, sort of Rovers were changing a bit. David Williams was manager. It's a bit more difficult. I wasn't sort of like getting the same football. He wanted to get his mate and Phil Bater probably was one of the reasons he was going to come from Cardiff so that was one of my playing options that he was probably going to come in in front of me so I didn't get a game in my second season right right so I just it wasn't worth the, it wasn't worth the hassle for me what I had to put in to play in Bristol Rovers reserves yeah so I just said but no move on so Bobby James come back in for you, did he? Yeah, Bobby James come back in, and I think they were happy enough to let me go to Bath. I mean, there was some talk I might have gone elsewhere, Coventry with Bobby Gould, but he never came in for me. I think he tied himself into a few non-league players, and you know, was a bit experimental at Coventry, and he couldn't sort of take me on. Yeah. So I just got released and just went back to Bath because I just wanted to play football. Yeah. Yeah, and I knew obviously knew Bath, and <coughs> you'd stay pally with a few of the Rovers boys. Uh, a few, I mean, I haven't seen a few for a long time. I mean, you get like, you know, older birthday parties and stuff yeah. like that, and and stuff where you go to. But I mean, because I can remember not long after you, what well, I must have joined Bath, you come back to Bath because yeah. you had a I don't remember if you had a party at your house. It always sticks in my mind. Yeah, I got pictures of you. <laughs> I, the, I, I went to it, that, that but it, were, it was a fancy dress party, but I didn't know. So I turned you out. You were in fancy dress? No, yeah, a Rovers kit. You got me a Rovers kit. Yeah. From upstairs, so I thought, there's a Rovers kit on. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fancy dress. Yeah. So I always want to dress like a clang. So. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't keep in touch like on a, a regular basis, but Ian Oliver, if I ever see him, you know, he, was, he turned yeah, out he was quite there. a good mate because his his dad always used to come to the bath games I used to get his dad he used to go rovers watching Ollie or bath watching bath yeah 
with um, Sticks's dad, yeah, Terry, Terry yeah. who I knew sort of through sort of uh, my wife Angie's relations. Terry was sort of related to Angela and that, so and he was, you know, he used to come over at Terry and Terry and Bill like in the watching Bath one week and Rivers the next week. Nice. Keith Curl, I haven't seen him for a bit, but I mean, I did bump in him. Brian Williams was another good mate from Rovers. And then you've got Vaughan Jones, I see him every now and again because he's still local in Hannah, I think. Yeah. He runs, runs well, around past the house. If he's not in. Like I said, that quite a few of the Rovers. Yeah, quite a few of the Rovers boys come about, didn't they? They hear Pierre, yeah. Dick, and Charlie, yeah. Graham yeah. Day, Graham Withy, yeah. oh, <laughs> Punky. Yeah, funky. A lot of players you've Archie played Stevens. with. Archie Stevens. I played with Archie out. Stevens. Um, yeah. He, no, he didn't go to Bath. He went to Yeovil, didn't he? He came down to Yeovil with me. But he had a big association with Bath, didn't it, with Ravers, really? Yeah. The players that... I think, yeah, yeah players used to go both ways. Yeah. I think that's how I ended up going. Smarty, Pomsey, Leeds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's so much now, but it, but it certainly was back in the day. Yeah. So, long... How long did you spend at Bath before you went to Yeovil? I think it was probably a couple of years. And that was over money as well, wasn't it? No, it wasn't over money particularly. No? I mean, it was partly money, it was partly sort of lack of Bath's ambition. I think it was the season when we could have done really well. Yeah. That was when you got into the briefcase, wasn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> we could have done well in a few things and they wouldn't. Yeah. Ex- the league extended the season one year by a week yeah. or two for clubs to get the games in because it was a bad winter yeah. and we were up in the top three or four at Bath yeah. and they decided they didn't want to pay a week's wages so they made us play about five games yeah, in a week. week. Yeah. We played like, I think, it was ridiculous. We were at Wilson. Scarborough, Boston, I think it was Enfield, yeah. Enfield midweek. We went to Marvin Wilson on the Friday and then we played Run Corner him on the Saturday. We played Friday night and Saturday yeah. afternoon. And obviously, we it was. But you were there, not there then, so. No, no. Because well, you was our spokesman then, Jeff. He'd already gone to Beaufort by then. Yeah. But it was. They, they basically, the club wouldn't pay another week's wages to the players. Although we would have won more prize money mm. than they would have had to have paid out. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was just different things like that. It was a lack of the club's ambition. Obviously, you know, Beaufort, I knew a few players because you were there. Ricky Chandler was there. And sort of like Yeovil was an option for me to go to so my contract finished at Bath so how long was you at Bath altogether? well I had three spells at Bath yeah so the second one second one I think it was only like two maybe three years was it? made the most yeah I thought it was longer I mean I don't know because I played what was it two we did the other day about 250 games wasn't it yeah, but that's that was only yeah. that's, that is five seasons if that because mm. we used to play 50 a year easy. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I played five seasons at Bath one year Rovers then I probably went back for two years, maybe three, probably only two, so I probably signed a two-year contract and my contract finished. You, uh, Bath didn't offer me anything decent, so I turned turned the contract down and did a transfer tribunal in London for a crack. <laughs> <laughs> you used to play on it, didn't you, with all this stuff? I remember you come in for that. Well, we, you mentioned the briefcase. Tell a briefcase well, story. We were, like Jeff said, we were playing like, we were right at the top of me all yeah. season, yeah. in the top four, and we were trying, we probably had games in hand and stuff, so we were very, very yeah, bad. we had lots of games. And we never had a massive squad, did we, at the time? No. But and we, it was the same players basically playing the games, when not it? And we, we had the meeting, didn't we, a couple of weeks before, because you see we were on the league and was it the time you 
got promoted to the Football League, wasn't it? I think it was, it would, if yeah, you finished the top, yeah, 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 you were, yeah, and we were. You, went into a vote thing. yeah but we were right at the top and we were playing well teams hated playing us then as well didn't they yeah and we he said but kind of a month before it would have obviously been you Tony if you'd have still been with us but he must have took the mantle on and he said we're going to do this we're not going to play unless they give us any money and they've got to extend it and put this game on and then he come in one day for a meeting and they think you had your tie and all that on midweek I had and he had the briefcase briefcase and he got all these papers all these papers out and he was signing all these papers he had to go for all the points he was going to make and we didn't get it <laughs> and that's what happened it, they, we didn't extend a contract so we crammed all the games in didn't we so we they didn't have to pay yeah, there was any that. more money I did the other other one where we were playing Bristol City remember in the FA Cup yeah we had the meeting about that because they wanted to give us like I don't know yeah £500 to win the game but also they wanted to switch the game from Bath to Bristol City's ground yeah. and I said well there ain't much you know A if we play if we play Bristol City at Bath we got a better chance yeah. of a of a win. Yeah. You want to move the game for money, but you don't want to give us any money for moving the game. So, yeah, so we drew at Ashton Gate, yeah. one all, and yeah. then they, yeah. the replay was at Bath, and then they took the money to get in their. Well, no, I got we had appearance money. I got appearance yeah. money for that because we weren't going to do that. So we did switched. you get appearance money, Dave? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I definitely. I definitely. We got appearance money, not yeah. not win bonus, because yeah. you know you've got to let your your head rule your heart when you talk about win bonuses against league clubs, especially mm. if you move the game. But yeah, so we ended up playing twice at Bristol City's yeah. back anyway. Mm. But yeah, it was good. So I mean, yeah. but that that that's you, isn't it? You know, you <laughs> one thing's right, <laughs> got to be right. If it ain't right, no, I ain't having it. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess like with my job in that as well, you yeah. sort of do a job. I sort of like work with bloody industry type people and stuff like that and so you, you have to be able to negotiate and hold your own and stuff like that so it was just a, a, a follow on from that that organising the boys at football was always because I was PFA rep as well wasn't I <laughs> did that for the boys <laughs> got us all yeah. our uh, allowances from the inland revenue as well <laughs> yeah. a few yeah. things but yeah it was just part of the job part of football i got to throw this one in we played Gateshead away. Yeah, I remember Gateshead. Yeah. And bad. we, um, me, you, and Graham Day. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Jones has decided to play free at the back. I can remember this. And um, we um, we were losing at half-time. There was a goal from a corner or something, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, I remember it well. Do you? Yeah. Go on, mate. Well, I remember. I mean, it was uh, we were marking the people who were supposed to be marking. The player I was supposed to be marking actually scored, <laughs> mainly because as I was tracking him across the box, I was body checked by one of their other players, deliberately yeah. in sort of one of those things. Oh, it, it was, yeah, yeah, deliberate was body check. Yeah. And Bobby Jones said to me, "Are you going to let that happen again?" And I said, "Well, <laughs> probably not." I said, but if someone takes me out in the box, it's a bit difficult. If the referee, did, I mean, <laughs> the referees didn't give fouls, then you could do what you want, almost. But yeah, I mean, not my fault. Bobby Jones. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it wasn't my fault entirely. 
<laughs> a grand boy behind you going, yeah. not my fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was definitely my man, but I was taken out by someone else's. Like, yeah, uh, that was that was. Yeah, that was. It was funny. It was funny at the time. Well, hopefully the the listeners will find it funny as well. But we had Graham Day saying, "Not my fault." Me saying, "Not my fault." You saying, "Not your fault." <laughs> Someone's fault. One of those things. And poor Bobby Jones was like, well, "That was." A, I think that was the thing when he went to the lab again. He went, "Might do Bobby Jones." <laughs> yeah. He Bob was hoping you were going to say, "No, no, no, I won't have it again." <laughs> I might do. You have to. You have to answer the question in the right way. Well, yeah. ask it if it's a to be fair, those away trips, we did have some good away trips, didn't we? I oh. mean, I, to be, well, you were my roommate. We were roommates. No, you were my roommate. <laughs> but he used, to be, he used to bully me. I should go to a tribunal now. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think I, I... It was sort of like part of the youngster's education. I don't know. Yeah. So you are a couple of years younger yeah. than me. But I went to, we went to Bangor, didn't I? I don't know if I've said this before. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was... Pester me to get you a cup of tea or something. Wasn't it? Like, well, I think I, no, I think I wanted you to go and get the papers. It's something like that, yeah. Like and that. it was freezing cold. And you locked me out, out the room, or tried to chuck me out of the room. You were having a grapple. You were obviously stronger than me. Chuck me out. I tried to run back in. He shut the door as a glass panel. I went straight through the window. Yeah. Cut me face and everything. I had a drink out of a straw that morning and I still yeah. played. <laughs> I think I did actually tell you not to come back in without the paper and you try to get back in. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was good fun. We had, we had good fun. You were a good yeah. roommate. Yeah. You were one of my good roommates. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't feel too bullied. It was part of a good upbringing for That's you. That's right. Character building. Character building, yeah, Jeff Yeah, was then. I was, Character. Yeah, I was other people's roommates when I was little. Yeah. Or younger, not little. So the move to Yeovil. Yeah. Yeah. Transfer tribunal. So basically Yeovil, you know, you talk, Yeovil had said that there was £10,000 on the table for me. Less the transfer fee. So yeah. we just went to a tribunal and <laughs> Yeovil offered a £1,000. Bath wanted like... £30,000 I spent something ridiculous and you sit in front of the three people or whatever else and you can step outside the room step back in the room they say five grand and that was it so that was quite good wasn't it you got five and I got five and happy days happy days move on play with Brickle again yeah it was nice yeah well, I don't know whether it was nice. <laughs> no, it, no, it, in, in terms... It, it, yeah, it was good. It, it was nice. I think, you know, when you go to clubs, like, say, I went, it taught me I knew nobody. Yeah, and you, yeah. And you get to know yeah. people. You've got to get to know people. You've mm-hmm. got to be a, a character, if you like. You've got to have the character to get to know people. But you were a young lad there, though, weren't you? And then you go I was straight, young, yeah. but it's still, yeah. it's still uneasy, like, yeah. go, doing that. Mm-hmm. So good. going to Bath... I didn't really know anyone, I don't think. When I went from Taunton to Bath, I was only like 18, going on 19. I don't think I really knew any Bath players when I first sort of stepped in. And then you're going in sort of after the season starts, because the season had already started before it all got sorted. And you're going in and suddenly you're in the team and someone's not in the team and mm. things like that. And then going to Rovers was the same for me. I didn't know anyone at Rovers. I went to Rovers as a on my own sort of thing and mm. it was even harder because I wasn't training every day so yeah 
I think I, I'm, my first game for Rovers was in the the old Gloucester Senior Cup against Bristol City Bloody at Eastville, <laughs> which was before my league day. I just got chucked in for that one. It was like I didn't think I was playing. I just went. That to was the a ground. big game as well back in the day. I went day, to the ground. It? Yeah, I went to the ground. It's like you're playing. Oh, okay then, playing. So that was my first game. I didn't even. I don't. I don't think I really even knew all the names of all the players. If that makes sense, I did pre-season yeah. with them, and mm-hmm. then I, I didn't used to see players on a daily basis. No. Um, but then well, I went, that, that wouldn't bother you, would it? It didn't, no, no it didn't bother me. Like, character I, that wouldn't. I used to. You. I used to tell people like you go. You go to a new football club. You meet twenty new people. Yeah. And you have to get on with twenty new people. Yeah. It. But no, it didn't bother me. No. I mean the dressing rooms. You know, dressing room banter or dressing room anything else. I could all hold my own most of the time, so it didn't really bother me. No, and I did. You know, I always got on and made good friends at every club I went to. But going to Yeovil was a bit different because I knew I knew three or four people. We yeah. all saw we travelled down from Bristol together, so that was that was the first sort of move I made. Where I was that Brian Hall took you there. That was Brian Hall. Yeah. Gary took me. Jerry oh, Gary took you. Brian Hall took me the season. Ah, because he brought a lot of London lads down as well, didn't he? Yeah, he had a few. I mean, I met him up. At, I was working in Bracknell at the time. Aye. Working away up in Bracknell. I met Brian all up in Bracknell, sort of before the transfer tribunal and all stuff like that to sort out my move down to Yeovil. Yeah. But it was, it, you know, I was going somewhere where I, I had a bit more knowledge of what mm. was going on because obviously I was still friends with Tony and people like that and Ricky and that. So we, you know, I knew. So it was a, that was a that was sort of comfortable move out of you know all the other things I moved yeah. around at that was that was sort of quite comfortable and then sort of after after that I suppose where did I go after that how long was you at Yeovil I was there a few seasons I was there probably again two or three seasons and then they had their um, they brought who was it they brought in you know they were going full time at Yeovil they moved to their new ground. They wanted to go full time. Brian Orr had gone by then, and they brought in it not was, Graham Roberts. No, the one who one of the Ashton Gate eight. The winger, one of the Ashton Gate eight. Oh, um, Whitehead. Yeah, Clive Whitehead. Whitehead. Yeah, yeah, Clive Whitehead. Yeah. So they brought him in, and because he was working for the PFA doing yeah investments in that money. Uh, yeah. Right. So that so didn't, he came in. Yeah, that didn't sort of. I can't remember that. Yeah, Yoga went sort of, you know, they went, they wanted to be full time. And there was a few of us who. Was that at the old ground still or to the new ground? Ah, yeah, it's at no, the new, new ground. ground. That was it, the new ground. Yeah. Aye. Because that, that old pitch down there, wasn't it? I mean, seen some battles down there. Did you, oh. did you play for him on that old pitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah played on the old yeah, pitch. Played on the old pitch. Because I never played for Bath on the, the new pitch, just the Western League Reserves or something down there. Yeah. Before. But um, that old pitch. <laughs> That had some character in mind down there, didn't it? Going down there, yeah. and that was proper local derby then, when it when Bath played Yeovil. Yeah. But um, like you said about Ricky being down and Jerry Gow singing him, I mean, Ricky got sent off by typing <laughs> two foot in Jerry Gow, who was the probably the hardest tackler of the generation, wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. Jerry Gow must have liked it because he sang Ricky the next season. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I had a couple of seasons there, and then you felt it's successful again, though. Roland, were not we, it? We were, yeah. I mean, the first season I went Because we went up. We went up the first season I was there. Yeah. That was like part of the... They were in the old Ishmael League, wasn't it? Yeah. Which was that. And we got promoted in the first season. Then sort of things in the second season, it was 
we did quite well. Changed players around a bit. I think you did. You leave in the second season, or you went back. Well, I done me cruciate, didn't I? So I, I, I came back and I wasn't the player I was previous, previous to, to that. And it took me a fair old time to get over it. And so then it, he brought in Steve Rutter, didn't he? Yeah. And at times he played you, Steve Rutter, and Tivolo and that, and then Bath come back in for me, and yeah, uh, I was on me on me bike. And then just <laughs> after that. Because you, you play with Shelley as well, didn't you, Mark? Played with Mark Shell, yeah, for a bit. That was, was when it? the club sort of went full yeah. time. They went full time with Clive Whitehead, and Shelley was there then, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And that's sort of like I, I didn't want to go. Obviously, I'm going to go full time for Bath City. No, uh, for Yeovil Town, it wasn't wasn't even remotely financially viable. So there was a few of us who, but they they sold me to Gloucester City because after that, after they went full time for a bit, they went bankrupt pretty much lost loads of money so they were trying to sell anyone who was available for that asset mm. yeah so I got sold for 18,000 at Gloucester City I was told on the Saturday on the coach going up is it you know you're going to Gloucester on Monday who's is that Brian Goffrey got here or? Brian Goffrey yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were like playing we were playing Brentford in the FA Cup and they said, oh, you know, we're telling you next week. Like, <laughs> you don't want me to play today. Oh, no, you've got to play today. But you're going on Monday. That's yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy times. It's bizarre, huh, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, they nearly went under over the overall. They struggled for... But it's strange, isn't it? Because after that, you know, they had big success, didn't they? Because we spoke about this before, haven't we, you? Well, they, they got into the championship, like... Yeah, yeah, you know, one below the yeah, Premier they, League, and they've yeah. gone. I know they've gone, gone back now to the National League, but yeah. so they must it's, have the fan base and stuff. But well, they've always had the fan base. Yeah. It's just again, it's a bit like Taunton, isn't it? We've said about yeah. Taunton earlier. Taunton is where it is geographically. Will always attract yeah, certain fans. Name. And Yeovil is a bit the yeah. same because it, it, you know, nothing else around it. Yeah. We no, used to we used to go down on a Friday night for when we had a lot of the London boys. We train on a Friday night before a game to do set pieces and all stuff like that because all the London boys would all come down and stay over mm. they'd stay at Yeovil for home games well, so we'd we would go down like the bees and stuff yeah to we used to check but on Friday nights when we were doing set pieces and stuff like that there'd be like 500 people watching training <laughs> hanging around and stuff like that yeah. and then in, in the because they you know the supporters clubs and all that was open so they the fans would come watching watch anything they'd watch shirts dry at Yeovil <laughs> <laughs> But the Oval fan base, yeah, we were getting three thousand plus, three and a half thousand. And that's in the lower league, isn't it? Yeah. Was, well, we were we were always in the one just below the. Yeah. We were trying to go up, but we got we got close a couple of times. Yeah, but I always used to think Yeovil was always more interested in FA Cup runs than. Did you have any big FA Cup games at Den? I know Brentford's yeah, a yeah. Premier League side now, but. Well, we had Brentford. We we had we beat Torquay when they was in the league. We beat Cambridge. In the league, beat Hereford. Mm-hmm, they were a league club. Lost to QPR at home. Lost to Arsenal was a, probably the biggest game. We you played. played in that game. Yeah, I played in that Arsenal. game. That was, yeah, that was shady. Was that at Hewish? That was at Hewish on the new pitch. But Mark Shell got in the game at Hereford. We had a replay with Hereford in the FA Cup up at Hereford, and Mark Shell got booked for kicking the ball away. Ugh. Stupidly, and that meant he got suspended for the cup game if we won the cup game. Yeah. So it meant sort of like you know we had to change the team around. Not that I don't think we would have beat Arsenal. To be honest, Arsenal were a bloody good side. What there. was the score? We it was three one I think. Yeah, 
3-1. But we played we played Arsenal in the in a friendly, didn't we? Yeah. At the start of the season. Yeah. I so I was sold that that season. Yeah. Um, and we played Arsenal, and that's the season they won the league. Yeah. And we had a little bet on Arsenal. Yeah, we, to go up. we went down on Arsenal. Exactly. Won a few quid on that. Yeah. yeah. We all went yeah. down the bookies after they beat us five 0 Yeah. They won it, and it was like. It was just they were. It's a different level, though, isn't it? Yeah. But we played when we played them in the FA Cup. We, Yeovil, were struggling for players at the time. You know, we had a good eleven, but if we had people missing, we struggled. Like Mark Shell and me were the two centre backs, so we ended up with Andy Wallace playing centre back with me. And mm. If I'm honest, Andy Wallace was marking Ian Wright who scored the hat trick. I was marking out. Oh, oh, not my fault again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was. It was. I was. I was the only player. Me and Paul Wilson, and maybe Andy Wallace. He never used to win headers, but me and Paul Wilson was the only two players who could, you you would say would head a ball. Yeah. So I was marking hit corners. I had to mark Tony Adams, Alan Smith, Steve Bold, anyone over six foot in the Arsenal team, yeah. which was about seven of them. And that was a proper team. I didn't as well, pick then, no one yeah. up. My instruction was just wherever the cross into the box was, you've got to win the header. Because mm. they had that many big players. It that's was a George Graham team, wasn't it? George Graham yeah. team. That's the Giants. Introduction of zonal marking. Jeff yeah. had to do all of that. <laughs> <All about, laughs> that's what he said. Don't don't mark no one. Just attack the ball. No, I, yeah. So we crazy. We the the, the um, in the preseason before, so we played and Alan Smith was the striker first yeah. half and. I thought, oh, this is all right. And I, I did all right with most of my headers and everything. And they brought on Niall Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> Niall Quinn was second half. <laughs> I did not win a header. He had he had a way of sticking his ass yeah. into you, and you just could get nowhere no. near the football. Yeah. No. And um, it yeah. was it was Land of the Giants playing. Yeah. yeah. But they had two Anders Limpar. Well, he was quick, wasn't he? Was quick one of the wingers. I can't remember the other wing. Was he as quick as you, Jeff? Because you were quick. Yeah. I don't think he was. <laughs> <laughs> Not from the standing start. <laughs> but he was. He was quicker than Phil Ferns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they used to just yeah, just go go down the wings and just smash the balls in and that, and it was like knockdowns and anything else. But yeah, it was that was it was a good day. As yeah, ten thousand crowd sort of thing. We played Fulham as well a couple of years later. We beat Fulham. They were, I think, they were in League One then, in the FA Cup. They, they were famous for that. They were the other, weren't they? I mean, I think a lot of teams turned up and seen that pitch and the little slope in the night. Yeah, that was on the new pitch. Oh, that was, was it? Yeah, Fulham was yeah. on the new pitch. Arsenal was on the new pitch. Yeah. QPR was on the old pitch. Was it? Hereford was on their pitch. Hereford's yeah. the same. I mean, you know, we, we had more FA Cup games, I think, in the new ground. I was only at the old ground for I think one season. No, I mean before you. Before it, yeah, back yeah, it was in the tourists, were they? They were they were known for yeah, you were a big job. were known for giant killing. I think they didn't they play a famous game Sunderland or something like that, and they were in Sunderland were like the Man City yeah. of the day. Yeah. We I think they drew or lost one now. Yeah, we beat Cambridge. They were a football league. Yeah, we beat Cambridge one now. Yeah, yeah. We beat Northampton as well. Can't remember playing Northampton. That might have been a bath trip. That might have been a bath trip. No, the ones are, yeah, I can't remember playing Northampton. Yeah. Northampton. Northampton, yeah, that was. Yeah. Got played for them. Brian Wade. Yeah. Is it Bath, wasn't he? Yeah. He went to Northampton, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So. But yeah, it was you know it was good times, and then Gloucester. 
played Gloucester, with you. Yeah, Gloucester again. Yeah, good times around. Did you go on the Russia tour with? No, I didn't go. Did, I was there. Go. I Georgia. Didn't go. Went to Georgia. I Why didn't you go? They said, come, I said, are you Moscow? But not me. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go. It's Les Orderman took you all, didn't he? Les Orderman took us all to Georgia. The kit yeah, that was... Was was a trip. I know. Well, Ricky was here and talking about it a while ago now, wasn't he? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's quite sort of difficult to sort of <laughs> brief before I went. Debrief when I got back, because so like, of your job. Because well, I, I didn't, I couldn't put that on my visa or anything else like that. But yeah, because of my job, they, I mean, work at one stage didn't want me to go. Sort of thing. I said, well, you know, I'd, I I want to go. He said, "Okay, this is what you've got to do." So, but the embassy, <laughs> yeah, wasn't, wasn't quite like that. But, but yeah, but it was, you know, it was, it was an Indian, yeah, complete interesting, interesting time. Well, I can remember coming back on. after you all come back from that, and they just said it was horrific. They were all fighting over a Morris bar between ten of them and stuff like that. <laughs> well, that was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we were in this, like I said, we were in the second best hotel in Tbilisi, but we still never had no milk in the morning. <laughs> it's like, no milk today. Like, it's okay, I have black coffee. No coffee today. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so we went to the really best hotel in Tbilisi, which had everything. But yeah, that was just after Georgia got annexed by the Russians, or Georgia annexed themselves away from Russia. So yeah, I stayed there and then. That all went a bit pear shaped at Gloucester. Were you, you still there then? When yeah, it all went pear shaped? You went back to Bath. You went back to Bath, yeah. So they sort of ran out of money. So, But again, they had a lovely new stand, didn't they, and stuff. And I remember a year or so when I let it, it flooded. It was literally yeah, it flooded just after the year or so. It was proper up to the stands, wasn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so yeah, for Gloucester, it all went a bit pear shaped. They signed a few players, they signed Derek Dawkins. They signed Lee Rogers was there. I was playing with Lee Rogers, and that, and then all of a sudden it was like we ain't got no money left, and it's like, so, <laughs> so where'd you go then? Yeah, so where'd you? I went. Were I went you, actually. Hang on, you were on a contract. I was on a contract. Uh, yeah, so, so they wouldn't get out of that, were they? They were. <laughs> no, they didn't get out of that. Well, they they sort of almost did. Lee Rogers foolishly signed a new contract for like fifty quid a week instead of like two hundred fifty quid a week. Or whatever he was earning, he signed a new contract with the promise that when all got sorted, so he signed this new contract and got stitched right up. And a couple of others did whatever. Derek Dawkins, who was like a cool dude, didn't he sort of sued them? I went on loan to Merthyr because I wanted to play football. Derek Dawkins went that fussed about playing, so I, I did a loan deal to go to Merthyr Tidville, which the PFA come and sorted out because there wasn't no loans apparently between. Merthyr Tidville and Gloucester because it was a class as international loan. Mm. So the PFA set this loan up. I went there, cut a long story short, played the last three months of the season at Merthyr Tidville and they did really well, finished about three. We had a good time. And Gloucester refused to accept my registration back, which meant my contract, which had another year to run, they wouldn't accept my registration back. So I was like, I didn't have anyone to play for and I was sort of stuck. So in limbo. I was in limbo. So PFA met with Peter Taylor up in Manchester and stuff like that and we just said right we're, we're suing them we're taking them to the high court <laughs> so we did took them to the high court and I got paid up 
Yeah. Got all my money paid. Briefcase came out. <laughs> they didn't never get it never got to court, it nearly got to court. They paid up before it got to court, yeah. but they, they took it a long way. Yeah. It was literally going to court the week after and then I went back to Yeovil then. Signed another con well, signed another contract, went back to Yeovil and played. And, and who was that under there? That was Steve Rudder. Steve Rudder. Steve Rudder was manager at Yeovil and then I did a bit bit there and then I think who, who, so who did Ruts up playing then then? Wallace Andy Wallace still there? No. Quinny had gone. Quinny had gone, yeah, Quinny went with in, in the big sort of forest. There was there were a few Gary Donovan I think was still there. Um Paul Wilson was obviously still there. Um Brian O'Donnell was there, wasn't he? Brian O'Donnell. Yeah. He was there. Um Fernsey. Fernsey was there, yeah. Fernsey was there. What was it? Dave Calls was in goal, wasn't he? Dave Calls was there. Yeah. I think. So yeah, we had you know, he had a we had a a decentish sort of side, but not not good enough. And then Jovel again went sort of like crazy, I think, with uh, Graham Roberts they brought in, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. And that all went. So that you all went then, did you? Well, I was I was sort of injured at the time. I got I got myself injured. I stress fracture my pelvis, which was about the only injury I ever had. So I didn't play much that year. But Graham Roberts sort of told me that he was Graham Roberts couldn't play the first year he was there for some reason. I can't remember what it was because he moved from a club, didn't he? Moved from the club and they held his player registration. In Scotland? No, that was after that. He was somewhere like Enfield, I want to say, but they held on to his player registration because he left his club and went to manage Oval. So he said, like, Graham Roberts told me, he said, well, I'm going to play in your position next year. So so you'll be leaving. I was like... All right, thanks. (laughs) Fair enough. So So I then moved. I think I went to Cleveland. I was going to pack in then, I think. Then I went to Cleveland. So what were you at this stage? Yeah, early 30s? No, I was late 30s then. Oh, was it? 38, I think. Oh, were you? Oh, 37, what? 38. Oh, right. So that's why I didn't, I didn't bother no. playing the next season. And then I went to Cleveton. Steve Faye phoned me up and said, oh, can you play at Cleveton? I think I went to Cleveton. Was Singy there then? Singy was there then. Yeah. Then I went to Bath. Can you phone me up? Yeah, come back. Come back to Bath. Then I went back to Cleveton again for a bit. And then I went to Salisbury for a little bit. And then I did a final recce at Briz. Yeah. For Rico when I was 40, just because <laughs> I could. He, he needed someone for 10 weeks, I think he said it was. So I said, I, I can play for 10 weeks. Well, fair play. And as you finished your footballing days at Briz. At Briz, yeah, that was like what I call the last proper game I played at Briz. And that's who ran, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was our last game. I think it was Punky was playing, wasn't he? So it must have been Glastonbury or someone Street like or someone like that. Played against Punky. Paul Randall. <laughs> yeah, Paul Randall. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny, isn't it? Like a lot of our podcasts, we've had the, the, the you know, connection between Bath and Brits. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of clubs in between, but there's that connection. Yeah. Uh, just just rewind you a little bit to, to the Yeovil thing, because mm-hmm. uh, that was a rivalry, and you mentioned it earlier, Dave, but Bath were always better than Yeovil on, on the playing field. For, for that period of time because at the time Bath were, were the best non-league side yeah in in the, in the area yeah Bath were Bath were you know and I, I, I look at it still to this day and I've probably said it before but you know you had your Cheltenhams and your Forest Greens that have gone on and moved on but you know Bath and, and 
yeah. to some sort of degree, it, 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 it bugs me a little bit. That yeah, that I because, because I could have gone to Cheltenham on one of my moves. Cheltenham was an option for me yeah. as well. When they were sort of still non-league, I could have gone to Cheltenham, I remember. Chatting to them. Well, Chrissy, Chrissy Banks left left yeah. Bath for exactly the same reason. He went to Cheltenham, yeah. and because I mean, the first time I left Bath is definitely they they wasn't for money. I never really left a club to get more money. It was usually like like I say with Bath, it's just the, their lack of ambition. They just you know they would get four or five players in, but the rest weren't. To be fair, it's like I was there. They were lovely people on the board, but they weren't football people, were they? Yeah. You know, I mean, you, yeah. had, you know. So I we remember. never, we never achieved what we could of it, but despite actually, we achieved probably more than we should have. Yeah. Because of the group of players, it was always player led. Yeah. You know, there was training facilities. There were no training facilities, and stuff like that. So, yeah, but Bath is lovely cup. You know, I, I love playing at Bath. Did it three times. So. Yeah. yeah good what was your most enjoyable time with all the clubs you've been with? I think probably. Probably at Yeovil with Brian Hall, I, I think, mainly because that was probably the best it was ever run at a club. Mm -hmm. Like Brian Hall, I don't know what you think of Brian Hall, but oh, he, got, he was just so... God rest his soul, but yeah, total respect for him. He was so professional. I mean, he taught me more about myself as a player yeah. than I knew about myself. He had a card system and everything. He knew everything about me. Yeah. And you went into a game and you just... He would just set out a pattern of play and do this, and how we played. It made it so much Probably more enjoyable. He? he was ahead of his time, and Budge Rogers, the coach as well, was good. And who was our admin man? Lovely. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Should get his name right. And the and you know the directors and that it, it over were you know Mike Spearpoint. Brian Moore, Brian Moore, Jerry Locke, yeah, Jerry Locke. But you know, those they were, they were good sort of football people. They just loved their football. Those, those three, that's a difference. And then those three we mentioned paid out their own pocket to take me from back yeah. to Oval. Well, I mean, they paid out of their own pocket for a lot of things, mm. especially when we were on a way trip and we put drinks and everything else on their rooms. We would always find out one of their room numbers. <laughs> and then the next morning they'd go back <laughs> yeah well I did but I Brian, Brian Moore I couldn't remember yeah. <laughs> he drank too much whiskey yeah you'd always get there see their room key and then just God rest his soul get anything you want on their room nice. things but yeah I think that was that was the you know obviously Rovers was was good to play at that level yeah. that's that a pinnacle probably the, that, that was the highest level I played at yeah and yeah it was good and you know I had some real good games. I had the the centenary game at Bristol Rovers when we played Tom Motspur at Eastville, like before it all left Eastville. I mean that was like a you know, probably one of the, the best games I sort of played in terms of because it wasn't like full on, but it was. Yeah. And playing against Tottenham Motspur, you know. Who they have there then? Well they had Ricky Velia because it was oh, the yeah. Falklands. Yeah. Our deal is. No he'd gone he went back then he about he, Hoddle, he didn't play Hoddle. Hoddle played. Did he? Um, yeah, they had, they had all their team quality. Players. That isn't it. It was, you know, that was a. It was like uh, I think it was like a nice, friendly sort of three-all draw or something like that. Nice. But that was that was a a, a good game. And, you know, I had some real one-off good games. But the seasons, I enjoyed every club I played at. Really. Mm. You know, that's I I I just love 
playing football, you know. I would, have played, I would have played for nothing, but yeah. I didn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enjoyed the time off the pitch as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we had some good. You know, I never. I don't think I ever had a real bad club. I never played at a bad club either, socially or stuff like that. I mean, yeah, a few few sort of things. Even like the the time when I was injured for a bit and Graham Roberts was at Yeovil, which wasn't good for me because I wasn't playing. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna get ups and downs in the cups yeah. in the career. You were lucky as well because you weren't injured. That was the only time I was ever injured. Yeah. Mm. That was the only time I was ever injured, and it just took so long to work out what it was. Yeah. I did like, you know, loads of investigations and that stuff to sort it out because I could get it better, play a couple of games, and then it just flare up. So it was, yeah. it was one of those. Well, we um, I probably know the answer to this, but I don't know who, who was the most difficult player you played against? <laughs> the most difficult player I played against. Or you didn't like playing against? I didn't mind playing against anyone. But it must be yeah, so. I knew that was the answer. Yeah, I thought it was the answer. Oh, I'm not here again. Every player was a different <laughs> sort of challenge. I wouldn't say I, I didn't look forward to playing against anyone, even even if they you know give you a real hard time and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like to single any out. How about the best you played alongside? Alongside or in the team? Well, in the team, whatever, yeah. Well, that's sort of easy. Yeah. I only played with one World Cup winner. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the World best Cup player. winner. Alan Ball. Alan Ball. When I played for Rovers, I played with Alan Ball. Was he good then, then? Oh, yeah. Everybody, yeah, just, everybody yeah, says just that. One yeah. touch, yeah, just one touch. I idolised him when I was a kid. And he was just like, you know, he was just a. A good guy to sort of yeah. be on the yeah. pitch with, and I played. Yeah, you know, I forgot that Alan Ball because Alan Ball and Mick Shannon. Well, it? Mick Shannon was the other one who came there yeah. to win the World, World Cup. Cup. So yeah. Alan Ball, you know, yeah. if you play with a World Cup winner, they've got to be quite good. Yeah, so that that's was, a great. That's where I think that's top trumps there in it. I'm all in a podcast guy. Yeah. World Cup winner Jeff Sherwood played with. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. the only one I think I played with. Yeah, and even what he must have been late thirties then, Jeff. He would have. Well, he, yeah, probably. I mean, because I was, I was only twenty-two, I think. So. Yeah. So he. I mean, I know he he's probably, dead now. He probably. probably yeah. Well, he but he was. Would yeah, he would have been getting on for eighteen now if he was alive. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who put him there? Is it Bobby Gordon? Bobby Gordon put him there. Yeah, and Mick Shannon. That's yeah. Yeah. So we had great. Come for a little spell and you know give the team a little boost. Sometimes you wish you were a bit older, so you could sat there and chat with him, didn't you? You'd get all the yeah. Because that time it's probably a little bit in all of them, aren't you? You know. Yeah, you were. I mean, I Mick Shannon, I chatted sort of more to a bit because Mick Shannon, I was Mick Shannon's roommate. Was you his boy? Yeah. Oh, I never see that. I had to Mick Shannon's I think it was. I think it was South South End away. We played South End away, so it was like. We went to the hotel, it was a night game, so we went up early, breakfast, lunch, then went to a hotel before the game and stuff like that. Mick Shan was just watching the horse racing, all right, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> need to sleep, horse racing. Yeah. Yeah. Just going to get us something, I, I, need to, I need to watch this. Yeah. So I got some, I got one running in this. He's probably more known now for that, <laughs> he's yeah. his football, isn't he? Yeah, but he was, again, as a footballer, he was just like, just uh, to so be fair, made it so simple. Things to be fair, Jeff, if you play, yeah. if you play for England, you ain't yeah. going to be a bad player, are you? No. So, no. so yeah, that was quite. I can do more than that. And again, I think I was probably because like I was one of the younger players at Rovers, and he was one of the older. So it's just like yeah, 
You always get given mm. one of the Audi cars, but yeah. Well, that was sort of play Jeff had a very career, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I had a, I, I had a good career. You, you done nothing after playing, no managing. Only, I only ever managed like boys. Yeah, like, what, my son's team yeah. and stuff like that. I didn't really have time to mm. do football. There's a lot of commitment if you go down that route in there. Well, I started. I, I decided once I finished sort of playing football. By the time I was forty, and I was already still doing a bit of stuff. Then I started focusing a bit more on my work. And stuff. You, so had a big, you, you had a big part in in the development of Oldland and their youth yeah, system. Yeah, that's what I said. That was that was, that was my son's team. So I did that for probably five or six years, and then yeah. I, I, I. He was unlucky not to get a pro contract at Yeovil, wasn't he? Harry. Harry. Yeah, probably was. I mean, it was just one of those things. Yeovil would rather take on someone who got chucked out of Ipswich than one of their own who played all season. Yeah. That was Yeovil's philosophy: was get loan players in. Yeah who they thought were good because they'd been with big clubs and they didn't really they didn't really look after their own no which was a bit disappointing because Harry had a good he had a good season at Yeovil and a lot of people thought he would have got a contract I always thought like you know you never know you, ne- you never know but he went yeah he, when he finished playing that was sort of what 18 or 19 he went to America and well, I was obviously involved at Rovers at the time, and, yeah. and we all thought he was nailed off, to be honest. Yeah. Well, but it, it is what it is. Mm. Um, right, I've got to mention it. We had, <coughs> we had the Dave Singleton, um, yeah. Bath City. Um, we had a few of us got together um, <coughs> Saturday before last at the FA Cup game. Our thanks to Bath City for, for giving us the opportunity. Um, and I know Singy was quite. You know, you were close to singing um, throughout his career, and, and um, yeah, it was a nice tribute. It was great to to get together. And sorry, you weren't there, Dave, because you were sunning yourself in America it was, yeah. on his holiday. But you know, it was great to catch up with Graham Withy and Keith Brown and Moggy and that. But yeah, we'd we'll do it again soon. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I started started my career talking with singing. He was yeah, just a total He was unique, wasn't he? He was. There's, there's not many like... I don't think I've <coughs> ever met anyone like Singy. Never, yeah. ever again, thankfully. Because <laughs> he, was, he was high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, he was. But he was yeah. good fun. God bless his soul. Yeah. yeah, God bless his soul. Jeff Sherwood, thanks very much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming in and sharing with us. Yeah, and, uh, love you seeing me. You're a star, yeah. mate. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bainey. Rico. Cheers. My pleasure.